Hi, I'm Brandon. I'm the father of two beautiful girls. And recently I looked around my house and saw that it was full of rainbows and unicorns and mermaids. That's when I realized that this is my daughter's world and I'm just living in it. Thank you for joining the podcast, everybody. I'm so glad that you're here with me. I'm so glad that you're investing in our girls, investing in being the best girl dad you can possibly be. It's a big deal. It's important. It's worth 10 minutes to to really dig into some stuff. Now, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm really setting the tone for this podcast, for this show. I, I don't want you to get the impression that we are too classy of a podcast. So we are going to just talk about farts. Really? Yes, really. And that's exactly how my daughter would say it to me. She just looks at me with this stink face and goes, Dad, really? Yes, really. So... Sitting at the dinner table, actually it's the breakfast table because that that's our most formal meal. Dinner is pretty formal too. We still sit around the table. We talk about school, everything, but we might have the TV on. It's a little less formal. Breakfast, I get up, I cook breakfast. It's a nice balanced meal. It's very intentional. We're, we get up early, we get everything done for school, and then we sit down and we have breakfast together. It's super important. It's super meaningful and almost without a doubt you will hear a little <laughs> look over and I'll be like what are you doing and you could see she's working on it trying to get some more I'm not done yet and I'm like you're gonna crap your pants stop doing that you're at the breakfast table and she's laughing and she goes dad why are you bubbling your farts and I was like <laughs> One, I'm a dad, so I laughed because that's funny. And there's never going to be a time in which that's not funny to me, even at the formal breakfast table. I don't know. I'm not even, you know what? Sorry, not sorry. That's friggin' funny. And so I was thinking about my family, my family history, and that this is a tradition. This is a family tradition that my daughters are carrying on, and I'm very very proud of it. So thinking back, I used to go fishing with my dad and my grandpa. So we would go flathead fishing. Flathead fishing is best at night with a full moon and out here in Arizona by Bartlett Lake. So we would get up super late, be sitting in the boat. My grandpa would be on one side, dad fishing on the other side. And you would, you would hear it. We'd be like, Oh, grandpa, that's gross. And he's like, it's not gross. Smells like blueberry pancakes. That's, that's good stuff. <laughs> and so that was his thing. Or it smelled like roses, you know. And uh, we would laugh and chuckle. And it was just his, it was his, his skit, you know. It was funny. And it was uh, what Grandpa did. My dad, as it goes down to him, is a little bit different. Not quite as subtle. So he would, he would let one go 
and champion it and he would just like he couldn't even hold a straight face for more than a couple of seconds like he would just start laughing and laughing and even if you didn't hear it you heard his laugh you knew what happened so it was it was less of a uh ah, don't worry about it it doesn't stink to a oh doyle rules you know type of a thing and so he was the champion of it and being in a house of boys we thought it was funny then still think it's funny now you know it's just one of those things around us too when we would do so we would go did a lot of camping the cousins the uncles we got a lot of the uh you know i heard a buck snort uh you know what's that in the desert you know i'm hearing all you know all kinds of these different analogies of animals and things that's not them and one of my cousins got me one time and she stopped and she's like i just heard a buck snort and i was looking around i was like really really and she just looks at me and starts laughing and I was like I just stuck around for a fart I can't believe she just got me and it was hilarious and so that's kind of the realm that I grew up in camping with me and my cousins uh, my cousins were both girls and that was just part of the campfire fun and thinking about it from from that to dating and getting married you know it's the fart test right? There's totally the fart test. It's the, can I do this? And will there still be a relationship after it? You know, like there's, there's this clear line in the relationship. There is the pre-fart and the post-fart relationship. Okay. And it's totally different. And if you can make it through that, then you're good. You're golden because let's be honest, you're not going to go your whole life without breaking wind in front of your your girl it's just you can't go you will you will physically explode okay so eventually you just gotta you just gotta go for it and see what happens you know there's no way there's no way around it and as i'm thinking about this and i because i'm an odd person and i think about that it's really about authenticity and yeah i know i'm taking farts to being this self-help thing but seriously it is like when our girls get older i know i just know why just from my experience maybe i'm projecting whatever but i let's say instead of i know i fully expect there to be a time in which they are overly concerned about their image right and that's where the whole girls don't toot you know that's all going to come into play but that's not real. They're, they're, they're trying to craft an image. And there's these things that are taboo and these things that are not taboo and yada, yada. And, you know, granted, you know, I don't, I don't want the, uh, <laughs> actually, I don't even care. But, you know, maybe it's not right to just be walking down crop dusting in the middle of your uh, school lesson. You know, I get that, right? There's, there's a level of propriety. But there's balance, too, between propriety and authenticity. You can't fake who you are. You're a human being. And maybe are you a human being who likes chili, right? And you, that's just going to be your life. And if somebody wants to be a part of your life, they're going to need to embrace who you are. And you are a person who loves chili, and all of the effects of that chili, okay? And so what I'm what I'm really thinking about and what I'm really getting at is how do we craft or, or start to build in our girls 
a lack uh, or a defense against the shame of their body. And I'm not talking I'm not talking body image yet, yet. Like I'm sure we'll get to that, but I'm not talking about it. I'm just talking like basic functions. Like you don't have to be ashamed of your body. And and it starts with something as simple as this. And yeah, a lot of it's fun and games now, but eventually it will become something more. Right? It'll become a big deal and you know, as a dad, it'll be my role and responsibility to embarrass her as much as possible. But I want her to be able to go into situations and feel like she can be authentic, right? She can be her, that she doesn't have to literally squeeze cheeks for six hours because she's afraid of judgment of people. And I, uh, I think that's a big, I think that's a big deal. And, you know, so I guess what I'm really going for is I want my girl to be able to drop the fart test in the relationship far earlier than we currently do, right? We do it late. Look, when I can't remember mine. Mine was probably pushing the year, uh, you know, like Mark, maybe, maybe nine months. I don't know. It was well into it, right? I think we were on vacation. Like we did a little weekend trip to San Diego and... Three, day, three days is too long. I can't do that. I can't, I can't go that long. So I think that's where it is. And so I want, what I want is for my daughter to have a group, a safe place where she can be authentic. Whether that is talking about movies and books or boys, or if it means eating a bowl of chili and giggling at the effects afterwards. Right? I want her to be okay with herself. I want her to be okay with the people around her. And I don't want her to feel ashamed of those things. And I joke that I, it's my job to embarrass her. And it partially is. But it, in balancing with that as a dad, it's part of my job to help her handle that embarrassment. Which is probably why we push the embarrassment so much. Right, Because if you can handle me, you can handle the rest of the world. Piece of cake, right? Because there's not a whole lot of people out there that's going to embarrass you more than I am, right? And so it's kind of a trial by fire thing. But in, in, in all honesty, that's what us girl dads want. We want our girls to be secure in themselves and safe in their circle. And we have to do that, whether that is pushing them by embarrassing them you know, I, I joke, but it's kind of true. Uh, that's how dads work. Like, our, we push our kids. And, you know, if, again, if you can if you can be cool around dad when he's embarrassing you, you can handle it out there. Uh, and I know it's a tough sell. And you probably got to be a dad to really understand the truth of that. And I stand by it, that we, we push, we tease our kids uh, our nephews, our nieces, we push them in that realm to, to toughen them up, really. And that's what a dad does is we toughen toughen our kids up so that they can handle the world around them. And so, girl dads, get out there, eat your bowl of chili, let loose, laugh, giggle, and show your daughter that, man, they don't, they don't got to be embarrassed of anything. Thank you for listening, folks. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this with all those girl dads you know.
I just want to give one last quick shout out to Inkledo. Thank you for making this podcast possible. Uh, I encourage all of you to please go get some of their delicious coffee or join into one of their meaningful conversations. You can find Inkledo podcast everywhere that podcasts are streamed.